The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. It's good to see our little crowd here tonight. I was thinking to myself, this is a busy week for St. Joseph's. Uh, We have St. Joseph's tonight, and then, of course, Wednesday we have the novena, Friday, Soup, Supper, and Stations, and then Saturday, Youth Night. So it's a big week for everybody. <laughs> Not everybody can be here every night, but it's good to see everybody here tonight for St. Joseph. You know, St. <coughs> Joseph is a remarkable figure about whom we know a great deal. We all have a devotion to St. Joseph. Aside from the fact that it's our patronal feast, St. Joseph is a very important and popular figure. Although he's very obscure, we know he's the silent one, the obedient one, the man of action. St. Joseph always responds as he knows God's will and responds at once. And yet, we have this great devotion to someone who is that obscure. The Gospels hardly speak about him at all. St. Matthew and St. Luke mention him, mostly St. Matthew in particular here. But other than that, we don't know much. And yet, there's this great devotion and love for him simply because of what we do know. Because what we do know is that important that it makes him a central figure in our history, uh, as well as just salvation history and history of each one of us. In Italy, today is Father's Day. Uh, And we can understand why. This feast has been here since the 10th century, this solemnity of St. Joseph. Um, Again, we know a lot about him, but he remains mysterious. I think part of the reason that we like him so much is that mystery. He's silent, he he acts, but that's all. In fact, in the Gospel of St. Luke, you remember that when they find the child in the temple, our Lord says to them, uh, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? St. Joseph disappears from the gospel completely after that. Part of it is, I think, that he is mysterious. 
that uh, the gospel tells us what we need to know, and that's important enough to give him a role to play in our lives. That's the way the gospel is, though, isn't it? The gospel is very straight. It doesn't give long, uh, elaborate explanations or descriptions. It simply tells us about people, in this case, St. Joseph, and we then are able to develop a relationship with them free from any other sort of description. We have no idea what he, or the Blessed Mother in particular, our Lord, looked like, how tall they were, what their voices were like, anything. Uh, but we know St. Joseph, and we can imitate him uh, because of the qualities that we see in him. Not only just uh, his silence and recollection, his obedience, as I said, he was a man of action, but a man who was always looking for the will of God and willing to accept it. God never spoke to him directly, as he did to some. There's an angel in a dream that comes to him, uh, that strikes him, and he, and he understands what he is to do. Uh, so each one of us then should, I think, have a real devotion to him uh, just because of his that strange combination of strength and gentleness that would exist in him. Uh, that desire to be the protector. You know, it was Pope Pius IX who declared him to be patron of the universal church. It makes sense. If he guarded our Lord, he'd guard his body, the church. And then Pope John Paul II named him Guardian of the Redeemer. Uh, rather beautiful title, I think. Uh, but he's also, you know, other things, too. He's the patron of a happy death. In the old days, you used to see stained glass windows and paintings, one of which I would like to see right above that statue, uh, of the death of St. Joseph, surrounded by the, our Lord and the Blessed Mother. That's a happy death. And we assume he was dead before our Lord began his public life because he isn't visible. But we don't know that, but we assume it, certainly before his passion. But people didn't, we, there are, we need to pray to St. Joseph for that, especially for those who are dying. But as well as, well as that, uh, and aside from carpenters and workers, and that's pretty obvious as to why, is the patron saint of many countries. Just to name a, a, a number, like uh, Austria, Canada, Mexico, Peru, South Vietnam, even, uh, have him as their patron. Uh, again, somebody I think we need to get to know. Uh, there, I, I, th I thought it was a good idea to, to pray the Litany of the Saints to chant it as our opening hymn, because the Litany of the Saints speaks so wonderfully about him and the qualities that he had that often go unthought of. And yet, they are really so wonderful to have someone like that in our lives, to have an example of that father figure that fatherhood that he exemplified. And yet we don't know how he did it. The gospel tells us absolutely nothing about how he, what kind of father he was. Obviously he was the, uh, a great father uh, and because of what he was given and a great husband because of what he was given. But other than that, we know as much as we are supposed to know. Books have been written about him and conjectures, and they're all very fine. But we just know him as he is, as this great friend and father of us all. So uh, we come tonight uh, then to celebrate the Eucharist uh, and to pray that we too may have those gifts that are so lacking in our world, 
Have you noticed that, that the world is doing everything it can to destroy a real sense of fatherhood, uh, to destroy that relationship, to weaken it in one way or another? But we as Catholics must uphold that vision and must insist upon the reality of fatherhood, first of all, as God the Father alone gives it to us, and then as St. Joseph exemplifies it. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing uh, in the love of St. Joseph and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, under the protection of St. Joseph, she may be protected and that she may grow and become strong, especially the Church suffering and the Church in our own country. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they may know the fatherhood of St. Joseph, that they may know his image, and that they may come to understand their relationship to him. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, especially today those who are dying under the protection of St. Joseph, uh, that they may come to realize that they manifest the love of the Lord in their suffering. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith, we pray to the Lord. For a greater respect for human life, and especially today for life in the womb, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will have the qualities of St. Joseph, for a greater reverence for fatherhood, for marriage and a single life, we pray to the Lord. For our administrator, our future bishop, our priests, deacons, seminarians in the American hierarchy, that they, after having become holy themselves, may proclaim the kingdom of God to others. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the souls of the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed For our parish and for all of our parishioners, we may grow in devotion to St. Joseph, particularly in his qualities of obedience uh, and uh, contemplation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, And for all of us here, that our lives will be so transformed that we may always respond immediately to the will of God as we know it. We pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to those of the sorrowful mother as we say. Amen. 